0: Are you with me? Then let's dive in. She is fit. She knows her worth. She acts in faith. She thinks godly thoughts. She fuels her body with God made food. She makes fitness holy. She presses on through the hard times. She never gives up because she knows she can do all things through Christ who gives her strength she is you. And that was written by uh, my guest today on the Visibly Fit podcast. And if you're listening for the first time, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. Thanks so much for joining us. Today's guest is Kim dolan Lido, and she is the world's leading Bible-based fitness expert, best-selling author, podcaster, and the founder and brand developer of Faith-Inspired Transformation. Kim is the author of 10 Steps to Your Faith-Inspired Transformation, Fit, the Strong, Confident, his faith, and his devotional, and uh, has a new book called Fit God's Way, and we're going to be talking about that today. She graduated with a BSBA, and Kim is a professionally trained speaker, certified fitness instructor, nutrition specialist, and and the winner of the ESPN Fitness America competition, top five finisher of the Ms. Fitness World competition, and 25-time magazine cover model. In addition to having her work published in Jesus Calling, The Christian Post, Relevant Oxygen, Muscle and Fitness, Hers, Fitness Success, yes, a lot. Faith and Fitness Magazine, Train, and other fitness publications. She's also been featured on many uh, and numerous um, uh, programs such as the 700 Club, Life Today, Hope Today. She's been on TBN, CBN, ESPN, and that list goes on as well. And she was the faith and fitness expert on his radio. Her Fit Workout series currently streams on Pure Flix, and she hosts her weekly podcast called Strong, Confident, Is. Kim and her husband live in Scottsdale, Arizona with their three children. Enjoy the show. Well, welcome to the Visibly Fit podcast, Kim dolan Lido. It's so exciting to have you. Wendy, I'm so excited to be here, and I love that we...
1: Know so many of the same people, our hearts are for God, and we want to help people. So I'm just praying the Holy Spirit leads and guides us, and that this is a blessing to your listeners.
0: Amen. Amen. 100%. Well, we're going to dive right on in here, Kim, and I'm going to ask you. So, you know, as a winner of the ESPN Fitness America competition, a top five finisher in the Ms. Fitness World competition, and a 25 time magazine cover model, I'm pretty sure you know you've never had body image issues, right?
1: You know, I think god is is so good. He gives us dreams and he does his best work and our in those hidden spaces when we have goals and dreams and we go for these things, what happens is it unearths all of this insecurity from childhood the you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. We have things that we've never even dealt with. And God just uses it all. If you let him heal you and make you whole. And I absolutely, everything surfaced from being a kid, uh, you know, being told I was fat when I was 13. I I never realized how much that affected me. I, 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 right away, I saw myself as I'm fat, like I, I I didn't, That's you know, nice you just have you. these moments right. where you're like, wait, that I'm, and so we get these people put labels on us. So many of us who are listening have been told by, you know, you're the ugly sister or you're the pretty sister, or well you, we're just, our family's fat. So you're just going to be fat or we're not athletic or and all these things that get put into us. God says, no, I've called you to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like God takes those goals and dreams we have. And he He pulled all of that ugly stuff out of me so that I could help other people through it. And that's the beauty of living your life for Jesus and answering the call. Even if it's something as crazy as a fitness competition, I knew that God was using all of that because he wanted to birth a message in me to help women not fall for all of those lies that our world tells us and culture tries to put on us that it's you're too old. It's too late. Um, you know, you're not this, you're not that, you didn't have a gymnastics background. You can't like all of that stuff. God is just like, no, I've called you, I will equip you. And I love that quote. What is it? He doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called, and he does. And that is basically my story in fitness. And and to answer your question about body dysmorphic disorder, absolutely. I mean, I think that the fitness industry, the devil has such a foothold on the fitness industry and he controls women through. Just being in this vacuous mind space of you're not good enough. Gosh, I can't, you know, you can't, you ate that again. You're a failure. You're never going to look like that. And he puts these tapes in our minds and preys on our childhood insecurities. And if we don't turn to God in all of this, we are, we're in bondage. You know, like Galatians 5 1 says, like God has freed us. We don't have to think that way. And that's why combining faith and fitness and food and body image and just every woman's issue in general is such a, a passion for mine. But I know that was a long answer, but that is, I, I think that that's where you were going as we let the Holy Spirit direct our
0: conversation. Honestly, yeah, the answer can be as long as it needs to be as, <laughs> as the Spirit leads because um, someone listening really need to hear that. And and, um, you know, not everyone knows your story, but, um, you, uh, maybe let's kind of unpack it that just a little bit. Let's, let's get a glimpse of, of this pre, um, competition, Kim, like, like, where were you, what, what like inspired you to go for it? And, um, let's kind of dive in there first and then we'll unravel a little bit more.
1: Okay. Well, fear was what motivated me. I was 30. I worked all day long. I ate horribly. I slept horribly. I wasn't taking care of myself. And my dad had a stroke. He was 47. He was very young. If you looked at him, you would have thought, oh my gosh, this man literally looks like the pillar of health. Like he was so handsome. You know, it's funny to say this, but picture for us 80s ladies, if you, Mm -hmm. I'm an 80s lady. If you You watch the Dukes (laughs) of Hazzard, he looks like... Uh, the blonde was bo. the blonde beau or Luke Duke? No, bo Duke. that's wait, that's Bo. Okay, so Isn't the, it? Bo- the <laughs> blonde <why> one? <not? laughs> all, all I know is like that's what that's my dad bo. looked that's like, bird. like yeah. blonde hair, tan, like just extremely good looking. His smile just lit up a room. So for him to have a stroke was like, what? How? And he was paralyzed completely down one side of his body and his face, which never went away. He never got to smile that beautiful smile again. And so at that time in my life, I was so unhealthy and I had recently tested high for cholesterol. I was a Christian, a new Christian. I had been baptized in 97. This was um 99. And so anyway, long story short, I was motivated out of fear. I went to my church. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to get healthy. I need help." And they are like, "We don't have answers for you." And so I did it the way so many of us do. I ran to the world and I made it an idol, and over many years, God showed me I'm really fast forwarding through a lot. Um, He showed me that I had made fitness an idol. and I think so many of many of us have done that without knowing it. It's like we do our parenting and our finances and our marriage with God. We're like, well, oh, we want we want all that. But then we go to the gym and we're like, I just want to look hot. I want to have you know, like our motive our heart motivation gets very polluted in fitness because that's what we're taught. That's. I mean, I was taught the only way to get healthy is if you're on a diet and you live for what you look like, basically, or it's never going to work. And God just threw a wrench in all of that and was like, "You've made fitness an idol, and you need to repent, and you need to like." And, and and it never worked until, like, I would gain and lose weight and gain and lose weight. I'm Latin, so I always tend to be a little bit more. I'm not going to say thicker, but I am not that like ectomorph lean, tiny person. I am definitely way more like mesoendo where I have a tendency to be thicker and fuller because I have a ton of muscle mass and I can get very, like, I'm that person that can put muscle on quickly. So when you're in fitness and you're looking at numbers, they can just infuriate you and they can become an idol. And so it, God, it has such a great sense of humor. Wendy, he made me write quotes like the scale is not your report card like the numbers are not your report card and it's so liberating to me to look at it now and just be like that's information that's it it doesn't have any control over you so basically to get fit you know there's my dad going rewinding a little bit my dad was was sick and i was so fearful to get fit that i one of the magazines i bought when i ran to the world was oxygen magazine and i was like i opened it up and i was like oh i want to do these competitions i want to I want to be a fitness person. I'm I needed I'm that person that needs a huge goal. So I signed up for a fitness competition. I started going to gymnastics. I know this all sounds ridiculous because I did not know what I was doing. I had no, no I background. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I ended up being on Oxygen magazine four times. I ended up winning in fitness. Like I ended up doing all of that, but it it drove me to dark, desperate, sad places because I just always felt like I'm was still flesh, not enough.
0: It was flesh driven.
1: Yeah, it was flesh-driven, and in my new book Fit God's Way, I wrote a quote that just pretty much surmises it. It says, right "Making oh, uh, thank you, Beautiful. making fitness mm-hmm. a spirit-led lifestyle instead of a frustrating flesh project mm-hmm. is your turning point of greatness, mm-hmm. and it is because you're like, yeah. oh, I don't have to do this alone. I don't have to see myself the way the world does. I don't have to. You can reject all of that thinking that you are what you look like." And that fitness is just to achieve a look. I'm like, what about the numbers like oh cortisol? Why doesn't right. that get any, what about my blood pressure? What about my, you know, my C-reactive protein? What about mm-hmm. my coronary calcium score, which I just had, which by the way is zero. And I've never been so Good happy girl. to have a zero, yeah. but there there are so many other numbers that matter For other sure. than body fat and,
0: you yeah. know, weight. Throw the calipers and- away.
1: Like all that stuff. I mean, if you can, if you can do it with a healthy mindset, do it. If it becomes an idol, ditch it. And. Look at your whole self. You're a whole woman of God. You are not parts and
0: pieces. Exactly. Exactly. That's so good. Yeah. My husband and I, we got uh, hooked on, uh, we're in the whoop band for a little while. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're monitoring everything, right? And it's all numbers because we're data people too. Like I like to have numbers and, and progress and that kind of thing. But it was becoming so obsessive. I'm like, I am ditching this stupid whoop band and nothing against the whoop band. It's great. But I was being so like... I, I it was like idolatry of, Oh my gosh, my, my HRV is not up today. And I would stress out about it. I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. So you got to catch yourself, right. To know, okay, this is not healthy, healthy boundaries around things. But I want to go back a little bit because you, um, out of fear, you decided to, um, take action and you were inspired by different magazines and books and you were just on a mission to figure it out because you didn't have really resources to go to like one resource. I mean, we have the Bible, but you know what I mean? Um, so you took it upon yourself to, to take action and it was massive action. And so I think about how people, you know, I, I, they'll say, you know what? I really hope I get healthy. I hope I get well. Well, hope without, you know, habits or faith without works is dead. Right. So you put like serious action behind this faith of, of, of this desired goal. Right. And so let's talk about the importance of that.
1: I think it's so interesting that you're saying this because I just did a podcast episode all about, I wish I had my new King James version Bible. I have my ESV Bible right here let me see if I can find it. Basically, I think what happens to so many of us is that we believe God and we want something, but we never connect the dots between action. And faith is a verb. Faith is active. Mm. And we won't come to our best selves. We will never get to where we want to go if we don't start taking action. Right, And it's like, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. So you've Mm -hmm. got to get up and trust God every day. Got to deny yourself. You've got to lean on his understanding, not your own. You've got to acknowledge him in all your ways, which is God. I don't, and usually we don't have the right, we don't have motivation at last because we have the wrong motivation. The motivation of our hearts is. We want to look like we used to. We want to look hot for a weekend. We want to go on a cruise and wear a bikini. Like our body is a temple of God. It is not for exploitation. And God can say that again.
0: I just posted
1: I just posted on Facebook last night and God would not let it go. Oh my goodness, I know I'm like (laughs) I love when that happens. Okay. My husband and I went to Jamaica and God we took a million pictures that were so they were just great. Like (laughs) Not that we looked great. We felt you could feel our love. And I was sure. like, oh, I want to share this. But I've been very convicted because I was a fitness model to not show my body anymore because I've just said my mm-hmm. body is my husband's. So I wrote a post last night about how my body is my husband's yeah, and that I made the decision not to post pictures of my body because for me, fitness isn't about the way that I look. It's about service. It's about yes. I, It's about stewardship. Yes. My body... Is the temple of God, and I am not my own; I am my husband. So I haven't looked at it. I don't know how much people are going to throw knives at that, but I really don't care because I'm not following following culture. I'm following God, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's such a big thing to say because when you do that, you're. I mean, look at how people treated Jesus; Mm -hmm. they hated him. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be partakers of that suffering. And I think once we can get our thick in our skin a little bit and be like, I'm, I, he's my final authority. Like, I'm good. Like I like, I respectfully understand that you don't like what I'm saying and that's okay. But think about it. It's, it's not my opinion. It's the word of God. It's the truth of God. Yeah. So anyway, um, going back to the faith thing, I think that, you know, faith is active. It is not, it's a verb and faith is. Believing without seeing, like Hebrews 11, one through six says. And that's the definition of faith. And faith is showing up. I have an acronym in my book, Fit God's Way, that really talks about how to activate your faith. And I call yes. it the 3S formula. And it's
0: you're an acronym seeking... kind of girl. You like acronyms. I love it. I do too. <laughs> that's it's seeking God <laughs> uh-huh.
1: first, surrendering it to him, and showing up in the Holy Spirit. That's mm-hmm. how we activate our faith. Mm hmm. Because if we're not, and and it's, some people say, oh, I tried that and it didn't work. And it's like, you have to ask, you have to seek, you have to knock, you have to keep doing it.
0: You I'm glad you're saying that too, because how many times have you had people in your space that want your help? And they're like, I've tried that. I've tried that. I mean, I hear it all the time as well. So I'm glad you're saying this. Yeah. It's an active seeking. (laughs) It's so good. It is.
1: And when you seek God, like I always tell people, don't start your diet over every Monday get up every morning and have a surrender with Jesus. Like, Lord God, I am surrendering. You know, if you struggle with your appetite, write out all the scriptures that talk about appetite, about, you know, like Revelation 3.20. Like Jesus said, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone wants to eat with me, like answer the door, he'll come in and eat with you. So write out these scriptures. Jesus wants to eat with me. You know, Galatians 5.22 through 23. I have the spirit of self-control. Like, and and p- confess those things over yourself. So I believe that, you know, God is with us in this story. And the only way that we can activate our faith is through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Without that, we're left to our own motivation, which we know doesn't last. Willpower doesn't last. Anyone who's been on a diet knows willpower doesn't last. So it's when we Renew our mind every morning in the word of God. It doesn't have to be long. It could be five minutes with Jesus every morning. Father God, I'm laying this down today. Be with me. You know, every time you eat, pray, pause Mm. and pray, put on that power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Stop, drop, and pray. That's what I say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think we need to have peace with our decisions. You know, that dieting has taught us that you're bad if you eat bad and you're good if you eat good. And this sick, twisted relationship with food also says like, well, if you're skinny, you're pretty. And if you're fat, you're ugly. And none of that is true. You right. are who you are. You are a woman of God, yeah. you know? And when you see yourself through his eyes, you bring your self view you back to where it's, it's rightful place, where it should be.
0: You know, this is so good, Kim. And um, I wanted to ask you, because I have found so often with my patients that a lot of times, you know, you're talking about the surrender. Uh, a lot of times that's where the holdup is they, they want to surrender, but yet they really don't want to surrender because it's been their story. It's been their pain. It's been their, you know, uncomfortable, comfortable pain. Right. So what would you say to that person? That's like, you know, I keep trying to surrender this every day. Like, like, how do I really like let it go surrender? Would you? Well, okay. So
1: first of all, mm -hmm. I Am a huge component of if you're talking about the same thing you were talking about last year, you're not doing anything about it, and I call it self sabotage. It's like you're trying to f- control the outcome. So all of this lack of surrender comes down to us wanting to control, control. the outcome. That's good. Yep. So you don't really believe you can reach your goals, or you don't really want to reach your goals. You want control, so you're forcing the outcome by not sleeping right by Not putting, not establishing good, you know, habits. You don't. You have poor sleep hygiene. You don't drink any water. You don't eat whole, God-made food. You want to watch Netflix. Whatever your thing is, you know, we all have that thing, like where we want to sit and watch TV. You're choosing behaviors over what you truly want, and that I don't think people realize that that self-sabotage is a lie of the enemy. Oh, well, you deserve it. And what ends up happening is you listen and then you loathe yourself for it. And it's a vicious cycle, but ultimately I believe people do not surrender because we want to be in control and we sabotage our goals because we're trying to force, we're, we're predicting outcomes. You know, we want to control everything. And I don't, I don't think until you make that connection that it is just a surrender. It's a denying of yourself. And God has put those he puts his finger on the things we need to stop doing. So many people tell me, Oh my gosh, Kim, every time you say that, I, I'm so convicted to stop drinking wine, to stop eating this, to stop, you know, scrolling on my phone. Cause I tell people all the time, you're on your phone all night. You're, yeah, you're not going to sleep. You know, it's destroying your circadian rhythm. It's all that blue light. Like people just, it's so simple. The habits are so simple. Like God went to bed when it got dark He or Jesus did. He got up when it got early. He got alone with his father. He prayed. Like my book is all about just living the way he did. I feel like it's, it's too, maybe it's too simple for us that just surrendering and following the way he lived. Um, But for me, it's all that worked. Yeah. It's all yeah. that's worked. Anytime I try to take it back. Work. Yeah. Anytime I try to take it back, I'm so frustrated. And I think Wendy, when we're frustrated, that's a good way for us to see that we're doing it in our strength and we need to be like, okay, frustration is like the surrender test. I need to go back to surrender.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're so right. And, you know, I think, uh, People get addicted to not just their addictions of you know phone scrolling or whatever, or the food, or or the non movement, or whatever, or the excuses. But they get again addicted to their emotions attached to those stories and emotions around how they've always felt. And if they're not feeling that way, they feel like, wait a minute, something's up, something's wrong. I'm kind of liking myself these days. <laughs> uh oh, that's not how I usually feel. So it's it's very interesting. But I love that in your book too. You have a um, a list. Of common hurts that we hide in our hearts, and um, you have you instruct people to circle what what they may need to, you know, just what what's on their heart, and so that they can move forward. But things like, you know, all the times I started a diet and and then I quit, having the wrong motivation for fitness, shame over the body God gave me having unrealistic expectations, being lazy. I mean, the list goes on and on, but man, there's got to be several in there that would speak to, to someone reading. I know, you know, a couple even spoke to me, um, and I get it. It's like, yeah, okay. Whoa, that was a zinger. So pay attention. And how do you, how do you snap out of it? And it's again, going back to that surrender. Um, I want to also talk about, you know, your, your mission is to redefine fitness God's way, right? And I love that. And I believe that that's why I feel so connected with you because we have that, we, we do a lot of similar um, uh, styles in our speaking and in our language, but what we do the same is the foundation of Jesus. And, and so you're, you're passionate about this for, for multiple reasons, I'm sure, but, but what's the, the, the main reason that you really want people to see that, that fitness is God's way? What's the bigger yeah. motive?
1: I think because this is a place where I really hurt and I was so deceived by the devil. I was, I fell for, you know, all his enticing tricks of like luring you in. Oh, look at you can look like this if you did that. And I saw that it was all a lie and it always made me feel less than, and I know what it feels like to white knuckle diets and to, Stand on the scale and look in the mirror and hate the way you look and be so angry that you cannot get to your goal and so frustrated and unsatisfied within your own skin. And God has nothing to do with that. God is not there. The devil has, I believe, a massive foothold on the fitness industry. I mean, it's looks like porn. Yeah. You know, it's over sexual. What about just
0: like Instagram? Like, even just with women in general, not just even in the fitness industry, just Mm -hmm. with social body parts. Body parts. But I always right? say,
1: I'm not, I, I always say, we are not body parts. We are the body of Christ.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I'm not shaming anyone because I, I mean, I'm looking at a wall of magazine covers. I would show up and they'd go, here's a swimsuit. My husband was with me. He didn't have any problem with it because never in my heart was I trying to turn men on. Sure. I was trying to inspire women because what a lot of people don't realize about me, like I'm 54 years old. Okay. I'm postmenopausal. People always tell me, I, I can't get fed. I'm too old. I'm 32 right. or something. You're and I'm like, just like That's it. when I started. Baby. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying that I'm all that. And I'm not saying that I've arrived at all. But what I am saying is that I understand what it's like to blow out your knee, to have an emergency C-section, to have hormonal issues, to struggle with anxiety because of hormonal issues. I understand. Okay. And I understand that God and in his word and healthy habits, you can pretty much beat anything. Like I'm not saying there isn't a need for counseling and, uh, even medication at times. What I'm saying is that so much of our issues and what hurts us is the the story we've told ourselves or the lies we believe. And when we can get out of that story and see that God has a plan and a purpose for us and a future and a hope, and we can be like, wow, like I, I can actually have this abundant life that God died to give me, you know? We really need to write down John 10:10 10, 10, that the thief comes only to kill steal and destroy but God has come that we may have life and more abundantly. Yes. And that doesn't mean I it makes me sick Wendy how people are like write the check you know God's re- raining down cars and money like I'm not talking about that that abundance. Well I mean financial abundance is fine too but if it's for his glory. Um but I I think you know to to really answer your question I do what I do because God healed me and made me whole. And I was, I was as bad as it gets at certain times. I know what it feels like.
0: And you want, and I don't, if I
1: can help one person not feel that way,
0: then it's worth it. Amen. Yes, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, I want to get to, um, you have a, um, just a bookmark that you put in your book and you talk about the, uh, seven, uh, W's. And um, I'd like to just maybe go over these quickly, if you don't mind. I mean, I know it's like a, a lot of your book, right? So we won't go into it in depth, but let's talk about the seven W's and um, and why they're so important.
1: Well, the seven W's. Okay. So I know how fitness people think. I wrote articles for all the magazines, you know, what is the the shtick? Like, how do I do this? Right? right. So I went to God and I just prayed, Lord, show me. What do I tell people? How, what is the daily plan? What is the simple plan? And through prayer, he just said, well, look at how Jesus lived. So the seven W's are based in how Jesus lived and the way that we are able to do them is through the power of the Holy spirit. So the seven W's are to get in the word every day. And that's what Jesus did. He got up. He got, he got, he spent time with his father. And the second is worth uh, you know, he, his identity identity was in his father. He, we need to be rooted and grounded in who we are in Christ.
0: I would say that's a big missing link in today's society at the moment. Yeah.
1: If you're looking for freedom, if you're looking to just completely unapologetically be the woman God called you to be worth is the answer. Cause that's where we are rooted and grounded in him. And when you do that, it's, it's life-changing and it is a, it's a, it's a process like you're not just like oh one and done. It's a you know as you age and as you grow in the word it totally changes you. Uh whole god made foods, you know, what did I did a deep dive in the book. What did Jesus eat? I I just wanted to know what Jesus ate, right? What did he do? So obviously choosing whole god made foods, I did a huge mini course in this book exposing how diets just manipulate calories. Any, any macro diet is just a manipulation of calories and to fully educate people on as a specialist in fitness nutrition. I understand I wanted people to know, have a a working knowledge of, okay, that diet is just doing this and to help them uncover and discover a method of eating for themselves that was intuitive to their body and would facilitate and create the goals that they want and it make them feel the best because so many people say you need to eat this but you know, your body doesn't feel good on that, or you have food allergies. So I think we owe it to ourselves to do the work and to eat the foods that we know our body will thrive on. And um, then also another seven W is to work out, obviously.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) When I, what I think about working out, I think people need, people say all the time, what's the best workout? You know, the best workout is the one you'll do.
0: (laughs) Right. Just do something.
1: (laughs) Yes. If it's getting up in the morning and, and and I share a lot of ways to get in your workout. Um, and you love listening to the Bible, walk, Mm -hmm. put it on and listen to it while you walk. It's done right and drink your water. There's three there of go. the drink seven W's, <laughs> that's good, that's um, good, right? Okay, so then there's also drinking water. I believe Jesus is our living water. I believe there's something about drinking water that our body I mean, obviously, our body is people argue 60 to 70 percent water, and without it, I mean, just slight dehydration you know, this causes mental fatigue. I, we need to drink more water, just yeah, categorically, all of
0: or us chronically and dehydrated. Then, yeah,
1: yes. And Jesus drank water. I love, you know, going back to working out. I don't know if people know this, but Jesus hiked. Like when you hear about those, how he lived his life, he walked everywhere. He wasn't sitting in some plush robe in some beautiful place, having people come to him. He was serving. He was walking, hiking all the time. Right. Um, Have you been to Israel, d-
0: by the way? Side note.
1: Yeah. Like the Jesus trail, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. think I, yeah, I talk yeah. about that in the book. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. and then also worshiping God, mm-hmm. I believe that's another W worshiping God is, you know, I think personally it is the biggest antidote to depression, to fear, to anxiety. If you can just sit and think about everything you're grateful for.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Instead of everything you don't have and listening the to the script, devil isn't it? totally flips it. Like mm-hmm. that I, I do something every day It's called three minutes of gratitude where I just literally list. I just close my eyes, breathe, meditate on just, I just say list out like everything I can think of that I'm grateful for. And I feel like all that's done is just brought, you know, going through uh, menopause. My cortisol was starting to spike a little bit. That's brought my cortisol down. Also, I stopped doing high intensity interval training that brought my cortisol down. So we need to know our bodies. Yeah. Um, And then worshiping God is just, I think people think, oh, I'm in the front of the church with my hands up. I'm worshiping, <laughs> worshiping God, right? But worshiping one, God right? could literally be going for a run and listening to a Christian playlist and just thanking God. Thank you, God. Yes. You know, yes. it could be just cleaning your house with Christian music on. It could be singing and dancing. It could be driving down the street, listening to your favorite Christian song, just having that moment. It could be
0: just outside when I heard the Orioles the other day. I was like, thank you, Lord. The Orioles are back. Yeah,
1: it's (laughs) it's just, thank you, Lord. Like just turning away from yourself and your soundtrack and your stories that you tell yourself that you know God is done with and turning to him and worshiping him who he is. Yeah. And then lastly is wake sleep cycle. There's absolute, our culture puts no emphasis or concern on rest. And we're so tired when the body, we repairs. need to rest. Like so many of us have anxiety because our sympathetic nervous system never comes down. That parasympathetic system. system needs to be activated. And there are simple tricks you can do. I, I know so many people that I just tell them just put your head, but like bend down, like touch your toes, like rock with your (laughs) head in your cradle. And just getting this way helps and breathing just helps drive down that sympathetic nervous system where we're constantly as women doing too many things, wake sleep cycle, make everything routine. It is just going to make your life so much easier. I put myself to bed every night at the same time I get up at the, the same time every day. I believe, you know, our brain wants that routine and we thrive in it. So those are the seven W's and they are so simple. They sound so simple, but I'm telling you they work. They do work. And
0: I'm so glad you put that on a simple little bookmark for everybody just to take with them too but um your book is just fantastic so i'm trying to get the ring light not on it here but uh fit god's God's way your bible-based guide to food fitness and wholeness absolutely love it make sure you get this uh at kim correct Mm -hmm. or can they get it amazon Uh, it's available
1: everywhere my publisher salem media it's absolutely everywhere
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we go, I have a couple last minute uh, questions here. One, um, who has been maybe some of your biggest influencers to to kind of where you are today, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually?
1: I would have to say Charles Stanley. Mm-hmm. I love him and I'm so sad that he passed he away. Passed uh, I know he's in heaven. Uh, yeah. Um, I love that man. I learned so much from him. I mean, mm-hmm. godly man. I'm just that person that is like in the front row at church with my notes. Like I love to handwrite notes and I learned so much from him over the years. Uh, I would say that he is
0: definitely
1: a huge, a huge one. Uh, I also really love Joyce Meyer. I think I love Joyce Meyer because I was abused as a kid. I was not sexually abused, but I understand the tapes of that you have to work through when you've gone through emotional or physical abuse.
0: So what was it physical or, or verbal? Both. Both. Okay. All right. I get her. Mm. You
1: know? Yeah. And when she talks, I just think we need more of that. We need more <clears throat> women out there just sharing it like you and I are real. Yeah. You know that it isn't easy. And uh you show up anyway. In the power of the Holy spirit, you show up anyway, for God, you deny yourself, you take up your cross and you walk. Like you probably like me, didn't know how to do a podcast. You, Girl, I've written no, books Sometimes
0: I, I still don't know how to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That doesn't mean that you're going to allow the devil to win. You're like, right. I'm going to show up anyway. And I know with God, yeah. I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's I right. think we let ourselves right. be held back. So um, yeah. I'm trying to think of people, obviously, Jesus,
0: like You're so precious, Kim. I just, that's my number
1: one. (laughs) But if I like to me, honestly, I think Charles Stanley was an angel on this earth. I mean, he was like as close as you can get. Like, are you listening? Say amen. I just, I loved him. I loved the way he loved the Lord. And he said things that just changed me forever. Like, um, what he would always say, like, fight every battle on your knees and you'll win every time. And another thing he said is, like, do what God's calling you to do and leave all the consequences all the consequences up to him. You'll never fail if you do a God's way and leave all the consequences up to him. So I love that because there's so much freedom in that. Wendy There
0: is. I agree. And that's what we need more freedom to like, let it go and just trust the process that God has for us. So, uh, so that's so good. And, um, as you know, we, we both have been in the, the fitness space over two decades, right? Like, just <laughs> plowing a through and doing what God's called us to do. So I have a kind of a, a random question here, but I'm just curious because, um, do you ever find yourself as, as a fitness and, and health professional, uh, expert that sometimes you just kind of get tired of, of training yourself? And, Cause I came across this my, with myself not too long ago. I'm like, I just want someone else. To tell me what to do for a change. <laughs> have you ever mm-hmm. felt that way?
1: Oh, yeah. And I have so many classes that I'll go to that have just awesome women. You know, when I get to that place, I'm like, okay, I need to mix it up. But usually, what I do is I really go to God in prayer because I do love something about listening to my Christian music and just working out. But I feel like I work on my own. I work on my own. I'm like, I feel like I'm right. always on my own. Right. But yeah. sometimes I feel like God is just telling me, like, He'll help me come up. I feel like He helps me come up with new things. This Some is what you creative, need to work on. Right? Yes. Yeah. Or you need a new playlist, or you need to take a new class, or you need to do this or that. And I, I totally understand what you're saying. But because I went through like this hormonal issue um last year, I felt like now when I see through with classes, like there's this thing where people are just like using momentum and high intensity interval training and just like maxing themselves out. And I feel personally, like, I don't want to do that to my, my, I I don't want to do that to my body anymore, as far as like the cortisol response and how hard it is to come down from it. So I would rather, I, I know how to train myself to where I feel good and I sleep well and all of that, instead of it turning into like something that's not healthy for me. Also poor ab training. So many women don't realize in those classes that you're actually building out your muscle out. wall yes. instead of really, you know, and acting, I call it your God-given girdle, <laughs> your mm-hmm. transverse yeah. wellness. So there's so
0: much about. And things have changed that, that we've learned, right? Yes. I feel years. like a lot of the
1: classes turn into mm. like a competition mm-hmm. and I would rather train very smart, yeah. a healthy body without injury or pain yeah. Yeah. than that. And I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not judging it because if you don't know what to do, go to a class. But I'm just saying, for me, at my age with my injuries and the hormones, I have found that I have to go to my knees and just say, okay, God, what are you doing? And you know, he's actually told me like, you need to be working on like your glutes more because you sit, they're the biggest muscle, they're going to burn the most calories. And they can hip take flexors
0: and beat, beat and, up. Yeah.
1: Yes. Tight hip flexors. So it's having those conversations in prayer with God where I'll be, you know, doing
0: cardio or something and he'll give me the answer. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that. Okay. Last question. I promise. And it's a fun one, I think. And And most people don't love this question, but I think it's fun. What is something that maybe people don't know about you that maybe is a, is a hobby or something you like to do that is something that. Is is maybe unique that maybe the average person doesn't know.
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't you I love feel like I'm so boring. Oh, you um, are not. <laughs> I'm
1: a huge DIYer. Okay, how's oh, that? Hey, there you go. All right. Like, I love doing my own lashes. I love doing my own hair. I, I'm that person that's like, I want to figure it out and do it myself. Like people that's, were we I used to when I first started my podcast, I paid people to do it, and I'm like, I watched what they did. I'm like, I can do that in five seconds. Now I mix my, I produce my podcast episodes from the front seat of my car when I'm waiting for my daughter to get out of class. Like we have to wait for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So I, I believe God wants us to be good stewards of our money. So I'm like, Lord, show me how to figure out and do anything I can, because I want to, I could take that money and give that to someone who needs it. Amen. So I would say I'm a big DIYer. I don't care how much money I I ever have. I'm, if I can do something myself, I, I, I love it. And I don't know. I would say fitness is kind of like my little superpower. Like I can still do one arm handstands, you know, one arm, one push-ups. Yeah. Uh, learning gymnastics was definitely the biggest test of my faith that I would ask God, like, can I really learn how to do this? And if I could see it in the Holy spirit, I could do it. And he helped me learn things. I never thought I could learn, which is absolutely ridiculous. Cause I was in my forties the last time I competed. And, and that's when I, I got, I was the only American in the top five and yeah. there were literally girls. I'm in my forties. There are girls that are like 20 years old. And I'm like, God, you did this. You put me here for you because he, I believe he just uses like the craziest things to just what is that <laughs> confound the wise. Right. 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 We're like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, that's oh my God could have done that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, so I know I that's a that. crazy answer. No, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. That's me. I love, I love, I feel like fitness just makes you feel. Like it does feel like a little superpower when you learn how to do things with your body that you never thought you could do, it it gives you a strength from the inside out that
0: looking a certain way never could. That's right. Oh, so good. I love it, Kim. You're, you're absolutely adorable and I appreciate you and everybody go get uh, Kim's book, Fit God's Way. Again, KimDolanLito.com. Thank you so much for your time and thanks for being on Visibly Fit. Thank you, Wendy. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed this episode of Visibly Fit. I sure did. Uh, If you are, again, looking to check out Kim's book, Uh, Fit God's Way. Uh, Go to KimDolanLito.com. And yeah, if you are feeling stuck in your health and your well-being, reach out to someone like Kim. Get her book. Reach out to someone like myself. I have my Visibly Fit seven-week accelerator course that can take you to a new place in your health and well-being. And you can go and find that at WendyPet.com. But wherever you go, go somewhere. Just take action because without action, change will never happen. So, Thank you again for tuning into this episode of Visibly Fit. Share it with others. Give a a rating and a review. And I really appreciate you for taking the time to just be with us today because your time is valuable. And uh, and we just really um, appreciate you always tuning in to Visibly Fit. And hopefully you're learning new things and being inspired and equipped and encouraged to take your health into your own hands, but to keep God first. So, all right, blessings. And uh, we will see you next week. Take care.